0: and you do Welcome to Project Upgrade, the podcast that helps you upgrade the future you by helping you conquer all things lifestyle, health and fitness, mindset, career and all the things in between. I'm your host Samantha, so listen up as it's time to upgrade. Hello everyone and welcome back to Project Upgrade. Check me out, second episode in a row, who am I? New Sam Wicks, that's who I am. (laughs) Before I get into today's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone who sent through a message about last week's episode, or who shared it or anything like that it honestly meant so much um, and it just honestly feels so so good to be back in your ears again um, and yeah very very happy that I decided to come back onto the potty train so um, today's episode is actually going to be a long-awaited Q&A true OGs who follow me on Instagram would know that after my show I actually um, posted a Q&A and I said that I would do a episode purely on questions based around comp and I thought that I would have done this a lot sooner but as you guys know I just did I just got very busy and very lazy and all those things. forgot about this Q&A but I got a new phone last week and um, as I was transferring everything across to my new phone um, which by the way I'm absolutely obsessed with my new phone I got the iPhone 13 Pro Max and oh the camera quality is stunning I tell you absolutely stunning but as I was transferring them across I saw all of these screenshots that I took back then and I was like oh my god I never actually did that Q&A that I promised so I thought today I would pop on here and actually answer all of those questions those long-awaited questions that you guys when when did you actually these questions are back from the 11th of March so (laughs) a bit late now there are quite a lot of questions here so bear with me Um, but let's start with the first one which is what was your favorite part about doing the competition honestly probably the actual show itself leading up to peak week you feel like absolute death and you know I definitely had moments where I was like why am I doing this to myself oh my god I'm like dying here um, but then when it got to peak week, you know, I feel as if adrenaline just took over because it was like, oh my God, I am so close. That stage is so close. Getting up on stage is literally only a few days away. Just being on stage and showing off your package just makes everything so worth it. And my favourite part of the whole journey was getting on stage and just showing off all of my hard work, regardless of placings. And if, even if I didn't place, um, honestly my favourite part would have been getting on stage. Next question would be, would you recommend all first time competitors to do states then nationals? yes i would i understand that some people can't do both for whatever health reasons or maybe they have an event or whatever else but 100 i would um mainly because in my eyes why the heck would you get that lean for one show that's my personal opinion obviously sometimes you don't have control over it like you know with COVID. obviously you know different variables come into it like obviously the price for it is quite expensive to do both i always have people going like oh i may not do nationals because i'm just not ready for it well, mean you're not ready for it you're lean as heck to do states you may as well do nationals go for the experience go for stage presence you're never going to know unless you actually try for all you know you could bring your best package to nationals but you're not going to know that if you don't go and also you owe that to yourself you know you have worked your bloody ass off for 20ish weeks get on that stage twice but honestly just do it don't even question it if there is no reason to why you can't do it just do it. You may as well. Moving on to the next question is: how did you go not drinking for New Year's? It was hard, but we got there in the end. <laughs> I mean, Christmas was really hard. I mean, let's let's just start with Christmas first of all. So Christmas was very, very hard for me. I was eight weeks out from my show and not eating the Christmas food on the table is so freaking hard. The most off-track meal I had during that time was mum made me some veggies. That was it. <laughs> And I also had some roast chicken that dad made for me, Um, but that was literally my Christmas lunch. So that was really hard, especially in my family. Like, my family are very big on Christmas food. Like, we have this massive meal and you have a massive dessert and all that kind of stuff. Like, you're literally like a stuffed turkey almost um, at the end of Christmas day and you just do not eat anything for the rest of the day because you're so full. Um, But yeah, it was definitely very different this year for Christmas. But coming into New Year's... Yes, it was hard. It was very, very hard. I remember actually I stayed home on New Year's Eve and I cried for like maybe half an hour to my partner before he left. Our friends had invited us over for like New Year's Eve drinks and stuff and um, I was going to go but then it got closer and closer to um, the time that we were supposed to go and I just looked at Jordan and I was like I can't like I mentally cannot go because I knew that if I went I'd be too tempted to drink or to have the food or whatever like it took everything out of me to not do anything during Christmas so New Year's on top would have just been not the best thing for me so I just decided to stay home. Bodybuilding is a selfish sport and at the end of the day you need to be selfish and you need to be disciplined when it comes to times like that so if you are considering doing season A and you are aware of the Christmas and New Year's issue you know talk to your coach you know your coach may give you a diet break you might be able to fit in a few drinks um, but don't expect it and also another thing that I would remind myself during this time of year my goal at this point was more important than drinking on New Year's. New Year's is always going to be there. I can always have a New Year's if I want to, but just for that one year, I wanted to focus on myself and I wanted to do the best that I could do on that stage. My biggest thing leading into the show was I never wanted to be on stage and think, what if? Like, what if I didn't drink on New Year's? What if I had that um, Christmas ham or whatever it may have been? I never wanted that what if to creep into my mind. I wanted to make sure that I did everything that I possibly could to bring the best package. And I believe that I did that. And that came down to being selfish and discipline honestly that's what all of that came down to so if you are considering doing season A and you've been told that you can't drink and party over that time but that's more important to you then I would honestly reassess your goals and reassess it if you know doing this bodybuilding show is actually in line with your goals and something that you actually want to do if you would rather party over New Year's and you know eat Christmas ham and whatever else or if you think that's gonna be too hard for you maybe reassess what time of year you actually compete you know there is always season B um, but if that is something big for you I would definitely reconsider what are your long-term goals and when will you be competing again well I have a few goals when it comes to competing number one is to eventually go pro that would be my ultimate goal at the moment when I go pro that is another story like I don't really have a time frame in mind of when I want to GoPro, it's just something that I'm you know obviously working towards over time Um, but I do want to get to the Olympia stage when am I competing again as I said in my last um, episode I do have a idea um, but I'm just waiting to see how things turn out before I really go all in I don't want to rush to stage and I don't want to rush my growing season if I feel like I have more growing to do I am going to stay in my off season. If I feel like I am ready to go on stage and I have beaten my old package, then 100% I'm gonna go on stage. And I'm not gonna risk my growing phase, shred, and possibly look somewhat similar to my last package, if that makes sense. Next question, what waist trainer did you use? So I used the Slim Tum Pro. I had it in a size two. I only used it from um, two weeks out from Nationals, actually, that's when I got it. Um, But I do wish that I got it sooner. I do not recommend waist trainers for people who are doing general health and fitness. But if you are looking into a prep and you don't feel uncomfortable in a waist trainer because it can sometimes play with your digestion and stuff, you can just use a belt if that's the case. Um, I've been using a belt my whole off-season, but definitely when I start prep again, I will have that waist trainer back on. Now that I've said that, I feel like a lot of people are going to just be waiting for me to put my waist trainer on in the gym, and then when they see it, they'll be like, Oh, she's prepping. (laughs) Um, How was your sleep during prep? My sleep was absolute shithouse <laughs> mainly because I did have a job that would only allow me to have about five to six hours sleep some nights because I would get home at 8:30, 9 o'clock and by the time that I would actually fall asleep and by the time I actually had to wake up which was three o'clock I would get about five to six hours of sleep. So my sleep wasn't the greatest, um, but definitely getting closer and closer to the show. Like when I hit peak week, oh my God, shittest sleep of my life. I remember the day before nationals, I woke up and I weighed myself and, you know, did my check-in and stuff and sent it to my coach. And I was like, I've only had three hours sleep. And he was like, you need to go home and nap. There were nights that I was hungry. There were nights that I just could not switch off like my brain was running a million miles an hour i would wake up suddenly in the middle of the night and just have all this energy like out of nowhere what else oh i would have like hot cold sweat sometimes as well like if i was having a dramatic weight drop overnight yeah i'd get the hot cold flushes um yeah i i think it would just really depend on what my body was doing at the time so i definitely had terrible sleep but it was just about um you know ensuring that I had a nap if that was the case. Or, when I had the option, I would just not set an alarm, so I would try to sleep for at least 10 hours on those days. Yeah, no, I would always take magnesium, GABA, melatonin, and adrenal. They were my go-tos during prep. I actually dreamt that I ate my breakfast at like 2 a.m. and I woke up and I freaked out because I thought I had actually done it. And I was like, no, I can't do that. I'm gonna be so hungry for the whole day. And I didn't actually do it, I just dreamt it. But um, yeah, no, food is definitely on the mind 24-7 when you are in prep. <laughs> How much did you eat on show day prior to getting on stage? Um, so both days were different. So for my first show day, um, because I had never done a show before, we really didn't know what was the best situation for my body. Um, but now we know that Nationals was definitely the best option for me. So on show day for state, um, I had my normal meal, so I had my normal breakfast, my normal morning tea, because I wasn't getting on stage until like 4 o'clock, but then once I had my morning tea, um, I just had wine after that, I just had wine to do my carb up, I know it sounds really weird and I would not recommend it, but it worked for me, it definitely worked for me, Um, and I think I had like a mouthful of salt. (laughs) and maybe one rice cake, Um, but not a lot. But um, yeah, just before I got to go on stage, I actually bloated like a balloon because I hadn't eaten as frequently as I should have. Um, so we learned that my body actually tends to bloat when it's under stress as in we haven't fed it enough um, So when we went into nationals, we decided to have my breakfast as usual And then I just had I think like one rice cake with a little bit of peanut butter on top every hour With a sip of wine wine is obviously a carb So I'd use that to carve up but also the logic behind it was so then I would feel comfortable on stage and hundred percent I was comfortable. I can confidently <laughs> say that do you have any tips for teenagers who want to get into competition? competition? competition. Take your time, don't rush to stage. Definitely find yourself a coach, that'd be number one. Take your time with building your physique and also take your time with understanding what Um, foods you need to eat, um, training protocols, all those types of things. You don't have to go in straight away. Like, you know, the stage is always going to be there. I think also it is important to remember though, you can't go out and party. So if you're in a party age where all you wanna do is go out clubbing and all that, um, that's okay. You can go do that. Um, But maybe, you know, if that is your lifestyle at the moment and you don't really want to sacrifice the partying life, um, I would definitely, you know, Just focus on growing for a bit, you know, maybe go party here and there and then when you feel ready and when you feel like partying isn't really your thing anymore, then back out of that scene and really focus. Um, You've just got to have your priorities straight. That's probably the biggest tip I could give to teenagers who want to compete. Wanting to compete but no idea where to start. Number one is go get yourself a coach. Once I had my coach everything was fine. Once you have a coach your coach then tells you what to do next. Um, They get your training routine right. They get your food right. They send you a posing coach all those types of things. So definitely um, the first thing that you need to do if you're wanting to compete is find yourself a coach but definitely do your research. There are some dodgy coaches out there my friends and you definitely want to pick the right one for you and your morals and your goals and all those types of things. Did you ever slip up example eat a row of chocolate or off your meal plan no no I didn't actually I was strict as strict could be when it was like between 13 to 20 weeks out um I would go out have a few drinks um or maybe have a meal out um but I wouldn't go overboard um I definitely knew my limit during that time and I would always stick to my meal plan um, but when it got to 12 weeks out I was on plan nothing else there was not one day that I went off plan or had a meal off track as I said earlier I didn't want to ever have a what-if moment um, I always wanted to make sure that when I got on stage I knew I did everything that I possibly could so sticking to my meal plan was definitely that a lot of people say oh but it's okay to stuff up but I don't know in my mind it's either you're all in or you're not in and you know being all in and giving it your best means not slipping up. At the end of the day, this might sound really harsh to some people, but if you want something and you have a goal, nothing will tempt you to go off track. There will be no excuse there will be no reason to why you would go off track. But also, as I said earlier, I would actually remove myself from situations where I felt like I could potentially go off track. So like events, um, parties, all those types of things. But the next question is, how long does it take to train for a bikini comp? Everyone is different. Everyone's prep is going to be different. Just for a perspective, okay? So I was weight training for about five years before I even considered going into a bikini show. So I had the muscle development underneath already which my coach saw. My coach knew that I didn't really need much of a growing period beforehand. So he knew that I could do, I think it was like a six month grow season. And then we did um, my prep for 12 weeks. Plus I was already quite lean. So I didn't need a 20 week prep. It could take you up to a year to train under a coach before you're even ready for a prep. It it purely depends on your background. It depends on your physique. It depends on a lot of things. Um, But Honestly, don't rush it. Don't think that you're going to be on stage in six months. Just think, you don't want to get on stage and be like, oh, I could have done better if I just took time in growing my physique. You don't need to rush to stage. As I said earlier, the stage is always going to be there. Get your calories up, build in the weak areas, and then once you've done that, then go into a comp rep. When it comes to actually getting ready for a show, it can really average between 12 to 26 weeks almost. A lot of people are actually starting prep now for season A and they're like 26 weeks out. Um, but other people like myself last year only prepped at 12 weeks out. So it really just depends on your physique, your coach, all those different things. Um, but yeah, just just be prepared for probably a 20 week prep. 20 weeks is kind of like a good time frame. I technically did start at 20 weeks, I'd say, but I wasn't 100% strict until 12 weeks out. Anyways, guys, that is all the questions that I am going to be answering today. So I hope you have enjoyed this episode and I hope that it has given you an insight to, you know, competing and all those things. Be sure to go follow us on Instagram. You can also go follow myself at underscore Samantha If you do have any topics that you would like me to cover, don't hesitate to ask and I will definitely put it in our podcast episodes. Um, Or if you have any questions around competing, don't hesitate to message me. I'm always happy to answer them. But I hope you guys are having a lovely day whenever you're listening to this and I'll talk to you guys next time.